0: But I'm asking you, should the Bills tank after finding out or hearing and learning of Anquan Bowden's retirement, obviously traded Sammy Watkins earlier this month. So the situation slowly deteriorating, it looks like, in Buffalo. They didn't look good particularly offensively on Thursday night. So what's happening here? Should they continue to do what McDermott's talked about and try to be competitive this year, try to give it a whirl? Or should they throw in the towel, trade away their, their big assets, and, and tank? That's what we're asking you. So should the Bills tank is our question to you. I'm going to share kind of both sides of the, pers- the, the argument here and then kind of give you where I stand and see if any of you guys chime in with your thoughts during, during that time. But, so the case for not tanking. The case for not taking is this. You have LaShawn McCoy. Maybe getting towards the tail end of his prime, hitting, closing in on that age 30 season next year, which is where they say running backs really start to deteriorate. So why you have him, maximize his final year or two of dominance where he's considered an elite running back in the NFL. Try to make him the focal point of your offense and carry you literally all the way to the Super Bowl and build up the defense on the other side where maybe you can be dominant in this 4-3 scheme under Sean McDermott. He's certainly on the right track towards building it back up. It's looked pretty good in the preseason in that 4-3 scheme with some dominant pass rushers, some new young faces in Tredavious White, the new safeties in the back end. So there's there's some reason for optimism there where You have a team in a new system with a new coach, some new faces, going back to a scheme they're comfortable in defensively that maybe can wreak some havoc, and maybe the offense does enough or is on par with at least their numbers from a season ago where they scored over 20 points per game and were able to at least hang with some teams and give themselves a chance that the defense had played better. So, you know what? Let's go into the season and see what we got uh, with both sides of the ball. On the flip side, the case for tanking is really just why try to win as many games as you can when you could just be awful, get a top pick next year, get one of these quarterbacks, finally have your franchise guy, and go into full rebuild. That's the case for tanking. Plain and simple. Why even keep any assets like LaShawn McCoy and try to be competitive? I've argued for that argument since really the off season because i really do feel that the bills have been teetering trend not not even teetering trending towards tanking in more recent years than they are towards being a title contender i think most bills fans would agree with that statement they are not quite at they're they're not at i mean when you look at super bowl teams They're not the Falcons or the Patriots by any means. We certainly know they're not the Patriots. So while I understand it's hard for a fan base, especially one that has suffered as much as Bill's fans have, to accept a tank, I do still think it's the path they need to go, even at this point in the year. And I think that the loss of... Anquan Bolden. Not that again and, and again, not that he was going to make the Bills instant Super Bowl contenders. But I just think you take a look around and 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 Bolden's departure, it's not even necessarily that they lost Bolden. It's more just that I do think the status of the team, as I mentioned earlier in the in the show, somewhat at least played into Bolden's decision where he said, Well, this situation ain't great, and I'd rather go do this this philanthropic work than waste my time with a mediocre team for a year. Because I feel that that's part of the reason why it was easy for him to hang them up, I think it speaks to the realities of this team. That they're really not going anywhere whether they keep this thing together or they tear it down. And if your goal is get one of these top quarterbacks, and I understand they have plenty of uh, draft capital to trade up And make a play for one of these quarterbacks, whether they're a bad team or one of the top three or one of the top or the bottom three worst teams or not. I get they can still make a move, but why try to piece it together and stay somewhat relevant for this year when really you're probably not going anywhere over eight and eight? And that I think is being, I take it back. I don't think that's necessarily being too nice or optimistic because I've said from the start of training camp that largely this team is the same as last year in terms of their starters. I mean, the starting front seven on the defense is largely the same. The entire defensive line is as well as Preston Brown and Lorenzo Alexander. The only difference is Humber in the linebacking core, and he was here last year. The secondary is all different. Okay. Offensively, the line going to be essentially exactly the same, depending on what happens with Cordy Glenn. Quarterback's the same. Running back's the same. Fullback's different, but probably an upgrade. Tight end's the same. The only thing different on the offense, really, is the receiving core. And if last year's receiving core without Simi Watkins and also Robert Woods at times helped the Bills' offense stay competitive and keep up with teams and put up whatever it was, 23 points per game, I can't remember off the top of my head, then why can't this offense? And I think the defense is going to be at least slightly better in a 4-3 than they were in a 3-4. That was too complicated for many of them to understand. So I do think that... Largely, this team is the same as it was last year, where I could see them going around 500 or hovering around 500. The schedule' an issue, I'll admit that. But I said from the start that when, the se- when they entered the season, I said, I-, I-, I really felt eight and eight was doable. Somehow. I think since I've maybe dropped that down to six and 10 or seven and nine, which isn't too far off of 500. But is it worth going six and 10, maybe missing out on a top three pick? And having to trade your way back up, or would you rather just tank and go three and thirteen, two and fourteen and get yourself a quarterback and continue this rebuild the right way and I know Brandon Bean said he hates the word tank and that they're not going to do it, and players talked about and they're not going to throw the season away, and players talked about how they don't they don't want to hear about tanking and it's not really in their mentality and they're going out and competing regardless blah blah blah. I get it. But that's also a lot of these guys saying the right things, of course. What else do you want them to say? Yeah, let's tank. No one's going to say that. So I think there is a chance that this team is competitive in the sense of being an average team again, like they were last year. But what's the point of that? So that's why I feel, I mean, is it really worth, and I, I get a kick out of a lot of the Bills fans who come on and say, oh, everyone's down on us. They're saying we're going to go 4-12 and or this and that. I think we're going to be like 500. I think we're going to be 8-8. and As if that's like morally re-encouraging. Like, oh, we're going to be 8-8. and Yeah, that still means you've missed the playoffs for an 18th year. So I I get a kick out of the Bills fans who get amped up about the idea of, oh, maybe we can go 8-8 this year and be somewhat competitive. Yeah, that's cool, but the the drought's still going to go to 18 years if you go 8-8. Like, I'm sorry, this isn't the NFC South. You're not going to win the division at 8-8 or make the wild card at 8-8. It's just not going to happen. So I get a kick out of that. To me, I look at the Bills and I say they're at best a 500 team. So what are they doing? And I know Sean McDermott, he's a smart guy. He he knows, he can sense what this team is and what the talent level that they have. I say throw in the towel. I really do. I say trade Shady if you can. Maybe start Nathan Peterman and see what you have in him to see if you even need to draft a quarterback next year. There's a lot of thoughts that run through my mind, but I do still stand by I think that tanking is a viable option right now based on where this team is. Because, yes, they could go through the season, be 8-8, eight and eight, give the, the give the fans some sense of hope into the late season that maybe they can pull this thing out if they string some wins together like they do every year, you know, the whole in-the-hunt jokes in late November, early December. So they could do that, and they could go 8-8, eight and eight, put together a formidable season that has – People feeling optimistic and, oh, we, we did okay. We weren't as bad as people said. But at the end of the day, you're still not making the playoffs. You have to be taking steps forward in this league, not staying the same and taking steps backwards. Or not, not, it's not staying the same because obviously teams like the Patriots stay the same and that same is good. But you can't stay average or take steps backwards. And where the Bills are right now, they're either going to be average again or take steps backwards. So something needs to change here. They already changed the head coach. They've changed the culture clearly. They've made some changes with the personnel, but there's plenty more changes that can be made so they can focus on future, future, future. I think that's what's most important here. We do have some responses on Twitter. John Stevenson tweets in his Twitter handle, at LordJohn66. You can't tank in the NFL when another team in your division is tanking as well. It causes an internal vortex of apathy where everyone pukes. (laughs) Great response from John Stevenson. We'll uh, share that one for sure. We also got a response from our good friend Dave Selinski. At David Selinski is his handle. They're just not good. Tanking won't matter. Management needs to know what 53 players can play. Fans want to be entertained. I agree with David on the sense that I I, I see the perspective of tanking won't necessarily matter. The team's going to be bad anyway um so to say that if he's looking at it as he doesn't even think that 500 is achievable then i get that for sure um as far as management needs to know what 53 players can play um i think that's fair but i also think um they're gonna have they're building this thing as mcdermott said he's not accruing talent he's building a roster So I think they're going to kind of slowly piece it together and find 53 players that they like to play. But then the last part, fans being entertained, is, is important because fans do want to be entertained. But I don't know that that's always at the forefront of a franchise's mind when it comes to these types of decisions to tank or not. I think they understand that fans would rather see a team that's competitive than not. But I also think they are so thinking, uh, this, this regime in particular is thinking big picture. And I know when Hugh Jackson took over the Browns, his big argument was, bear with me. Give me a chance. Be patient. That's the same type of thing that applies here. If the Bills choose to tank, Bills fans have to be patient. And I know that that's not something that Bills fans have right now after 17 years of missing the playoffs, but you have to be patient. And I think that's maybe the biggest worry with tanking, is that fans don't want to see it because they say... Well, we've been terrible for 17 years. We haven't made the playoffs in 17 years. Let's at least try again. But there's a benefit in tanking in that it signals rebuild, gives you a lot of draft capital, which the Bills do have some, gives you a chance to kind of start fresh, start over, get rid of talent and accrue picks or younger talent back, and David Salinsky clarifying his feeling is 5-11 and 11 at best, so I think, again, he's kind of thinking along the lines that they're going to be bad regardless. I say just go all in on the tank, embrace it, and fans have to realize that they have to be patient even though that's hard after 17 years of missing the playoffs. That's, and like I said, that's the biggest thing. Fans don't want to embrace it. They don't want to hear about it because it's been too long. But I think it's a realistic idea for them And when that could benefit them in the future, which is what this new regime has talked a lot about, the future.